0: We are recording this episode of the show from the beach. We're in the Bahamas right now.
1: I may or may not have a drink in my hand.
0: Now, the thing that's important, Callie, for this, because we're on vacation. I think we're going to talk more about this tomorrow, but part of what I'm excited about with this vacation, okay, this is our anniversary trip. We, we uh, left, by the time you're hearing this, we left yesterday And we're coming back Sunday and we're just hanging out at the beach. But I am truly excited for one-on-one time with you, but also to talk about the future of our Upside stuff.
1: Jeff is so excited about that because I think we're kind of like taking a vacation from answering emails and being in our routine, but we really never get to talk about... The next year. So I think now is going to be our time to like kind of daydream, but like with a purpose.
0: Look, and I got to be totally honest with you. I don't know that I have ever been. So, like, you know how they say, when you love what you do, or what's the phrase? You never
1: work a day in your life.
0: Right. Like, I am excited to sit by the pool with you and have a couple drinks and brainstorm what the future of this thing looks like.
1: And we'll have the confidence of a rum punch.
0: (laughs) Yes. And so, speaking of that, I've already had a rum punch or two. Callie has had a glass of wine or two. And, Callie, I wanted to tell you that because this is vacation, and I don't mind working, but I don't want to work a lot... We need to do this episode with zero edits. So no matter what happens, we got to just barrel through.
1: Perfect. Here we go. The Upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first time, No edits right out the bat. woo What? You were fine. Okay. If this is your first time listening to The Upside, <laughs> welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back.
0: Did I just get in your head? Is that what just happened? Um, I think so. Okay. Uh, I am comfortable or comfortable. Oh, <laughs> Lord. It's going to be an episode, <laughs> isn't it? I am grateful. No,
1: my name is Jeff
0: Dollar. Oh, my name is Jeff Dollar. And today I am grateful for hotel room stays where you can crank the air conditioning down to Arctic levels and then sleep under comfy down comforters.
1: Yes, my name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for beautiful beach weather.
0: The view, by the way, from where we're recording this is ridiculous. We're recording it at sunset, like... Yeah. So, and that maybe that's the reason I'm so excited to talk about the future of the upside because it maybe it'll take off and it'll be huge. And then we could have an upside compound on the beach overlooking the sunset.
1: Jeff has literally already said that three times since we've been here. He's like, where do you think we could find a studio here? Like, right. Keep dreaming, my friend.
0: So I have a question, Callie, for you because... I know that you're such a rule follower, right? And you don't like to make waves. Mm -hmm. But without fail, every time we stay at a hotel, I make a little bit of a scene at the front desk.
1: Oh my gosh. It's so embarrassing. He does this every single time we've checked into a hotel. And it actually was my topic. Oh, really? Like we have a show rundown. And and the number two, number one is Jeff's question for Callie. And number two is Callie's topic. And Callie's topic is my husband is so high maintenance with hotels. But I think everybody has their own things when they travel.
0: The reason I'm high, okay, I, I take offense to that. I'm not high maintenance with hotels.
1: I think the hotel front desk staff would say otherwise.
0: Here's the thing. When you stay at a hotel... Okay. You're paying a lot of money, right? In relation to what you would normally pay for rent or mortgage. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you're paying a, a good amount of money and it's an escape. So your room should be perfect. It should be the best room that you can buy with that money.
1: Well, at least this time. Okay. So usually we get to the room. And Jeff decides the, f- <laughs> the floor is not high enough. It's not that much of an ocean view. It's, um, it's too, close it to too close to the elevator. It's too close to the elevator.
0: Or the ice machine.
1: Or the ice machine. And I'll give it to Jeff on this one. At least he was a pain in the butt in the lobby. So we didn't actually have to switch rooms. this I time.
0: was not a pain in the butt. I just have a lot of questions because a
1: lot. We, there were three people behind us that
0: all got through checking in and we were those people. I think that, I don't think that was me. That might've been the guy. I think the guy checking us in was new. I don't think um me. So there's always a new
1: person at every hotel that we go. Jeff is there. Anyway, so here's my point. My point is. is well, can that- I,
0: hold on. Before you make your point, can I defend myself at sure. least? Because I, I, and I said this out loud. If I ever got into the hotel business, what I would do is I would have uh, a photo album or like an iPad with pictures on it at the front desk so you could show the person checking in exactly what the room looks like and what the view from that room looks like, if you're at a va- if you're at like a resort type you know destination, right? Because I have a hard time making decisions. So when he says the guy at the front desk today said, "Okay, well I'll give you two options. You can be on a lower floor, but have it'll be a king room." Or you can be on a higher floor, but the room has two queen beds. And I think my skull split open. You
1: would have thought Jeff was picking out my engagement ring like that. And I was like, he was like, what do you want to do? This
0: may have caused caused me more anxiety than your engagement ring. At least with your engagement ring, I had a a photo guide on Pinterest that I could hack into and look at. He
1: literally looked at me with like his panic face, like his anxious face. And was like, what do you want to do? And I was like, um, well... Uh, I don't really care. I feel like you like higher rooms, so maybe the higher one. But there's there's queen beds in that one. I'm like, right? This um, an anniversary <laughs>
0: trip is a romantic trip, so we should be in like a king bed. And
1: this like, is a romantic conversation to start things off in the lobby. I think the guy was probably like, what? But this is a conversation we have literally every time.
0: I am sorry, but I like getting my money's worth at hotels. Jeff once said
1: to me when we were dating, cause I was like, he made such a stink at one hotel we were staying at.
0: I don't, I, I don't, you're making it sound like I, I throw temper tantrums and demand <laughs> other things. I just ask a lot of questions and, and occasionally request to change rooms before the suitcases even hit, the, hit gone over the threshold.
1: Yeah. So I was really embarrassed when we were dating and I'm still kind of like whatever, but I've expected that it's going to happen. So actually normally now I'll just like not walk up to the front desk with him. I'll just go sit somewhere else and let him do whatever he wants to do. And then you know i'll just go to the room but he told me he's like you know what i work too hard to spend my money yes thank and not you. have a good like have a subpar vacation experience thank
0: you and how did i do with this room tell me about the view
1: the room is awesome um we have like a view of the sunset which is amazing
0: and we're in that we're in uh nasa in the bahamas and if you like look across like out our window you can see that where the cruise ships park. So those are cool to watch. Yeah. Right. That could have been the most old person thing I've ever said. Yeah. Well, We get to watch the ships come in and out of the harbor. (laughs) So this, what are are they getting for a gallon of gas down here?
1: (laughs) Um, I wonder how they fill a tank that big. (laughs) Um, (laughs) okay. So what I've noticed about Jeff, and here's the thing, I think maybe we're all a little bit like have our Neuroses on vacation, right? So mine is that I travel with my own pillowcase and I have a silk pillowcase and it's really more about my hair. It's not that I don't like hotel pillowcases. My hair
0: just looks way better. If by the way, if this is your first episode uh ever listening to 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 our show, we are not that bougie. Like we're but not we, like, yes, we we need to be on a high floor and I only use silk pillowcases. <laughs> yes.
1: Anyways. So I'm like that, Jeff, the second you open the door. So we open the door to the room, right? I go and lay on the bed just to like relax and decompress because we've had a day of travel. I got up at 2.30 and Jeff's like, so um, are you going to unpack the suitcase? Jeff cannot function in a hotel room without having the suitcase unpacked, hangers on the thing. Like, And me, I would just like live out of my suitcase. Like, you I don't care. Jeff can't do it. He cannot do it.
0: It goes... Against my vacation philosophy. You need to move in. We are, this (laughs) space that we are in right now, if we were paying monthly rent or monthly mortgage we would never be able to afford it but for four days we can pretend this is our home
1: so it's like a castle in your own mind like yes. we're living in a castle right now
0: yes as a matter of fact I'm actually bothered that I have not gone through the room yet and cleaned out like normally what I'll do is take all you know they put like magazines around and they mm-hmm. go you know what to do in the Bahamas and like yeah like the room service menu and all that I stack all of those up and I I, I put them in a drawer I
1: didn't I didn't even notice that. Yeah,
0: I do it every time. That's funny. Because I, there's no reason for them to be out. It reminds me that this is not my forever home.
1: That's really funny. So Jeff is playing playhouse. Yes, I In am. our hotel room. So that makes a little more sense. So if okay, you. Well, hold
0: on. Now, can I bring something up? Yeah. Can we end the Jeff pile on? Because I have a question for you. Yeah. So you come in and you throw yourself down on the bed so you can relax mm-hmm. on top of the comforter mm-hmm. that I'm not allowed to put the suitcase on but you can lie on it? Yes. So it's okay for you to be on it but the suitcase cannot. Correct. Why?
1: Because I am a germaphobe about weird things and we have taken our suitcases into airport bathrooms like it has rolled across the airport bathroom floor all through the airport and god knows what germs I have not rolled around on the airport bathroom floor.
0: Okay, that's a valid. Point.
1: You know what I mean? Like I was not
0: <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> yeah. It did, and I don't know that this suitcase has ever been in an airport bathroom.
1: Uh, I, I think it, it, the, my point is, is it's definitely not clean. And I'm not saying like I'm totally clean, but the suitcase rolling, literally rolling around on the floor. Didn't you. Doesn't need to be in our bed.
0: It. it, it. Th- and if
1: you'll notice, I laid down on the bed that we're not sleeping in.
0: Okay, because yeah, because we have the two we got. We we did not go with the king room, just <laughs> so you know, higher floor. So and it was the right decision because man, this view. But am I remembering correctly that we, back when you were doing uh, music talent management, didn't you have a client who would only book one brand of hotel room because he heard? that they washed? the Oh, no, it's a
1: fact. It was part of their marketing campaign. Um, And I don't know if they still do it, but there was a while where um, Hampton Inn, their whole marketing campaign was like, we wash our comforters. And I had this client that would pay these, you know, like this um, music artist that would go, you know, perform on stage. And then they always wanted to stay at a Hampton Inn. And I was like, why do you want to stay at a Hampton Inn? Like there's a nicer hotel I can put you in. And he's like, "No, no, 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 no. Hampton Inn washes their comforters.
0: And I think it's important to note that when, like when Kelly was doing music management, she, she wasn't doing like up and coming bands. These are, are, are bands that could afford to stay in Ritz Carlton's and, in other brands that are expensive.
1: Yeah. It was just so, yeah, if you didn't know that, and I don't know if it's still true, you can call Hampton and ask, but for a while ago, probably like a decade ago, their marketing campaign was like, Hey, we wash all of our comforters all the time. And my client was like, um, Heck yeah. And I'm not going to lie. I don't blame him.
0: Uh, okay. So what did you want to give the phone number out for?
1: I want to know what other people do on vacation. That's really weird. Like <laughs> you have to unpack. Like I travel with my pillowcase because I'm a weirdo. What do you do when you go on vacation that you like have to do or it drives you nuts? 800 434 Five four. Let us know and hopefully make us feel less alone because right now I'm feeling like we're a little I maintenance.
0: Uh I know. We sound like such divas. You we're, are. We're um uh, I like what I like. That's all. okay. <laughs> I um have to tell you, I have to brag on our children, Sadie and Lily. Okay. Because uh the night before last, somebody sent me on Instagram uh a link. To a person who is looking for dog photos. Okay. This okay. Woman, this woman's name's um Brianna. Okay. Brianna or Brianna? B-R-I-A-N-A. Brianna. Okay, so so she I don't like,
1: know. I don't know, Brianna, but
0: we'll go. I'm gonna yes. go with Bri. Go with Bri. Okay. Bree. Brie. So Brie uh posted on Instagram that uh she is decorating. A wall of a restaurant that uh, I think her husband is opening. Mm-hmm. It's a Highland bakery on Cumberland Boulevard. Mm-hmm. So she wanted dog pictures for this wall.
1: Like photographs? Yes. Or like painting? Okay. No,
0: photographs. I didn't even hesitate. I didn't, at the time, I didn't know it was a restaurant. I didn't know anything about it. I just knew that somebody wanted to publicly display dogs. So I immediately emailed her pictures of Lily and Sadie. And she wrote me back last night and said that they have been accepted because I am a darn good dog photographer. You are. And they will be up on the wall.
1: No way. Yes. Oh my gosh. Is it, is there going to be like you know how? What's that fancy restaurant where people's um, f- portraits are on the wall, and then you have like an unveiling, and then the
0: Palm does that. You're yeah. talking about the Steakhouse, yeah, yeah, yeah. They and, and, and they don't do it anymore, but they used to do it at Bones in Atlanta, where you get a char- caricature. I have a caricature. Caricature. No
1: caric- caricature.
0: That thing, a cartoon version <laughs> of you, gets put up on the wall, and then. It lives there forever, and you write, you sign. It's your for like name
1: local it. celebrities, yeah.
0: And uh, that's a brilliant idea for a restaurant to do for people's dogs. But I think. well,
1: that's what I'm wondering. Like, is there going to be like an unveiling? Like, can we take Lily and have her picture next to her picture?
0: Taken in front of her picture it's
1: in a bakery, so probably not. But that would be really fun.
0: Uh, no, I think um, I think she's just looking to decorate the space.
1: Which photos did you send?
0: Um, I sent the close-up of smiling Sadie, the one that's also on our wall. Oh, I love that photo. And then um, I sent a picture of Lily looking pensively off in the distance.
1: (laughs) Jeff really is the best pet photographer. I keep telling him, I'm like, if this podcast thing doesn't work out, um, you should definitely go
0: into pet photography. Absolutely. I didn't, I did take one picture of Lily uh, in this past spring. We, Callie and I had gotten takeout dinner. And the containers were still set up at the kitchen table, but we had finished eating. And Lily jumped up in Callie's chair and was sitting, just like kind of looking mm-hmm. off in the distance. Uh, but it it looks like she's about to have a delicious Italian dinner. It's hilarious. But I did not, that one probably would have been good for a restaurant, but I think like, I'm so proud of that picture. I think that could be like an award-winning picture somewhere because it's so good. Here's the picture. Is that a good one? So good. All right. So when that restaurant is open and uh, uh, Lily and Sadie are on public display, I will share it here on the show.
1: Thanksgiving and well, a bunch of different holidays are right around the corner. And I don't know about you, but I'm going to be entertaining. I also know that I am not Martha Stewart. So it's time to get on some Skillshare classes to really bring some Holiday magic to my table that I don't already know how to do. You can take classes arranging a centerpiece. You can take classes on how to make ar- flower arrangements with grocery store flowers. I think that is so cool. So amp up your holiday game and go to Skillshare.com/upside. They're giving you two months worth worth of free classes so you can get through the holiday season acting like you know what you're doing. I love it. Skillshare.com/upside for two free months of classes.
0: We got a message on Instagram from somebody whose wedding day is one year from today. Oh, I I don't know when they got engaged, but this is what she writes. Um, Her name is Christina. She's Christina travels 10 on Instagram. She wrote, while listening to your episode about your wedding anniversary, I was thinking I'm getting married one year from now, October 24th, 2020. It would be awesome to hear advice from you and Callie about what engaged couples should expect in the year leading up to marriage, like wedding planning, how to prepare for this new step of your life, et cetera, et cetera.
1: Well, I have a couple. There are, um, There's one thing that I kind of was fighting Jeff on when we got engaged that I'm really glad that we did in retrospect, but it's really hard. And that is, um, Jeff wanted to do no wedding, absolutely no wedding planning for 30 days
0: because we got engaged, um, in the middle of July and it you're in theory, you're only engaged once, right? Well, right. you're at least only engaged to that person once, right? right. Like, like that's just a moment in time that if you let it get away from you, like if you if you get engaged on a Saturday and then on Monday you're looking at venues and on Wednesday you're picking out place settings and on Friday you've got your colors set and you're look, calling florists, you've had no zero time to be just engaged.
1: And once it starts, the decision making doesn't stop. Like once you set the find the date and the venue, things just keep going from there. And we had a wedding planner that made our life so easy. Um, Lindsay from Toast Events did ours. And it is still so many decisions that you have to make. And then you have to talk about uncomfortable things like money and stuff like that. And I think maybe the first Not argument, but like we're planning a wedding is really good experience. It's good marriage practice, don't you think?
0: Yes, that's it. Yes, because and
1: Chef left most of everything up to me. Like he was like, I want say in like the food, and um, like I'll make final decision. Like I'll say, yes, that looks great, or no, I hate that. But it's still,
0: I kind of wanted that. Sounds so like, like. Like like veto power. No, I didn't want that. No, but there were like
1: only a couple things. The only thing that's important.
0: The only thing that I cared about was the paper. The Mm -hmm. thing, like if you could hold, like the invitations and the stuff like that that you could hold in your hand, Mm -hmm. I wanted to be involved in that, and then I wanted to be involved in the food, but place settings and centerpieces and decor and lighting and and calligraphy and and signage and all of that, I just kind of was like, yeah, you can, I trust you, go do that.
1: But there's still things like guest list and.
0: Oh, let's can we stop? Because I think that would be a great. When we're talking if we're giving advice for what an en- engaged couples should do,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I think that it would be good for an engaged, because I think we accidentally did this, but I think it would be good for a bride and a groom, bride to be and a groom to be to sit down and say what is really important to you. Yes. And have the groom say, Whatever. Maybe, maybe the groom's really into centerpieces. He's like, I want to be and I want to know about the centerpieces and I want to pick the DJ. Mm-hmm. And and if you do that, if you're able to do that and trust each other to take care of those areas, yes. The, it makes the decision making process a lot easier. It
1: does. Um, so it's really good to wait. If you can wait 30 days, that's a great thing. Um, we waited 30 days and it was hard because we were so excited that we're like, ah, but then I think you I think probably most brides get to a point for me, it was like two months before the wedding where you're just tired of making decisions. You're ready to be married. Like it's just a lot. And, and wedding planning is like, even if you have help, it's still a lot. And if you have a job and you know, whatever, it's just a lot. So take the time, enjoy the time to be engaged. You'll never be just engaged again. And then, um, you know, I think planning a wedding and figuring out how to make the most of your budget, and also making group decisions on what's important. Like Jeff and I had to had to, you know, decide together. Okay, where do we want to spend our money? Because at least for us, because we were on a budget, you can't. Um, spend all of your money on everything you kind of have to pick what's important and we made a priority list of what was important to us and got that stuff taken care of first and kind of allotted more money to that and then um you know the stuff we didn't care about the thing we cared the least about actually was like music so we wound up with like a dj i don't even remember who it was i i mean it was kind of like a thing, but it was the literal last thing on our list. Like we wanted everything else to go first. So yeah, making those decisions together is highly valuable. Um, it will come in handy in marriage in my opinion. And, um, yeah.
0: Uh, and then I think, um, is like, I, I don't know. I just, I feel like just try to remet, like try to move through the process slowly enough that you remember it. If that makes sense, like try to move through the wedding planning steps in a way that you're not just making a decision and, 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 and moving on, like try, try to try to make it uh, a a thing and try to, Oh, okay. Uh, Rewind. Here's something that I think would be cool for, uh, people to do together. That's one of our, my favorite memories.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We decided that food was important to us. Mm-hmm. We, we wanted a special menu. So we put that menu together, together. We Put that menu together, together. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. we, that was something we did together. And that was the one decision that you and I were both really, really involved in. Yeah, And that was cool. Like going to the tastings and all that stuff. Yeah, that was fun. So yeah. So I I guess that would be, that'd be my advice. Move through it slowly enough that you can remember the experience and don't just check things off your list. And
1: just remember like at the end of the day, like I, here's your upside mind shift for this because I, um, was trying to be mindful of this when we were planning our wedding. Um, the stuff, it's great to have pretty stuff, but remember what's important and, At the end of the day, what's important is your marriage and what you're committing to and what you're doing. So um, the stuff really doesn't matter. So if you could have the mindset of like, okay, if our venue burns down, um, we will you know, come up with something. If our cake topples over, like we'll go viral for having a great photo of our guests with forks on the ground. Like we'll make a moment out of it. And anything that goes wrong, just it's not the end of the world. Like the stuff doesn't matter. The relationship matters. And when the relationship is number one, the stuff that goes wrong with the wedding, because there will be things that go wrong, um, you know, can be funny or viral moments or not viral. You know what I mean by a viral moment, like a funny video that you guys all laugh at later or, you know.
0: I have, um, wedding day advice to also, but we don't have to do that here. Um, but excuse me, but we, I want to write that down and, and have wedding day advice is a topic because that
1: we got great advice,
0: great advice on your wedding day. And, um, but something that's kind of a hybrid between the engagement and the wedding that I thought was really cool. Do you remember when our caterer surprised us with, um, a dessert that we weren't expecting. Like they just passed around. what are they Twinkies?
1: No, uh, maybe it was either homemade Twinkies or was it like the Coke donuts?
0: Oh, that's what, yeah, that too. But just if you trust somebody involved in your wedding planning enough, it was really cool. I thought it was really cool. To be true, but have both Callie and I truly surprised on that day by something not significant enough to alter the day, but notable enough to go, oh my gosh, that was really cool.
1: Yeah, the whole day was, yeah, best day ever.
0: When you visit hempfusion.com, you'll see that they have three different supplements right there on the website one that deals with stress, one that deals with sleep, one that deals with energy. All of those are based in CBD, but they're full spectrum recipes. That means that they are all blended with different ingredients to deliver the results that you need. For example, the one that is for sleep. Well, they've got something in there called PharmaGaba. It's an amino amino acid that promotes relaxation and a reduction in stress. So it makes you fall asleep faster. The one that promotes energy, well, that has ginseng and ginger. It supports balanced energy and give you more energy. That's what makes Hemp Fusion different is they blend their CBD with different ingredients to deliver the results that you need. Get 20% off by going to hempfusion.com and using the word upside at checkout plus free shipping. That's hempfusion.com. Use the word upside for 20% off. And free shipping.
1: A special thank you also to another partner of ours this week, Butcher Box. Jeff loves to grill, and it is always grilling season in our house. And when he gets in the mood to grill, the question is, Which one of us is going to drop everything and run to the store? And then, of course, when we get there, we're calling the other one, standing in front of the counter saying, which one of these cuts of meat is the most fresh? I don't even know. ButcherBox simplifies all of that. They deliver high-quality meat to your doorstep. They deliver pork. They deliver bacon. They deliver chicken. And actually, with Thanksgiving right around the corner, now is the perfect time to try ButcherBox because if you sign up today, you get a free turkey plus $20 off your first box. Just go to butcherbox.com upside or enter the promo code upside at checkout. We're all going to be doing a lot of entertaining this fall and it is so nice to take one thing off our plate and have some meat in the fridge ready to go butcherbox.com upside or enter, enter the promo code upside at checkout for a free turkey and $20 off your first box.
0: Last weekend, Callie's great aunt, right? Your mom's aunt, so you're Yeah, your my grandma's sister. Uh, Callie's great aunt made the trek from Kentucky, Murray, Kentucky down to Atlanta to hang out with Callie and her parents. And this woman is the best. She was the star. So much wedding talk in, the, in, in in today's episode, but she was this true star of our wedding.
1: I think I probably got more messages after our wedding about how cool Aunt Effie is. Um, more than anything else about our wedding, to be totally honest. And my grandparents actually were not able to travel at that point. So it was really cool that she could make it.
0: Um, And she was in- She drove herself from Kentucky At age 91, 90 or 91, 90, 90, she drove herself from Kentucky to Atlanta to attend our wedding and then had to leave early the day after our wedding to drive to like South Georgia because you have another cousin or somebody down there that she she had to go to like a graduation party. She had another engagement. She
1: was like very busy. She's she's got a busier social (laughs) calendar than I do. She really does. She, um, is amazing. And she and I have always, we're kind of kindred spirits, um, she says that we first bonded when I was two years old after my sister was born and she came to take care of me for a little bit and she said that we have had a special bond ever since and we we really do. Um, she's someone that's really special to me and she has this like incredible, no BS but also really kind energy. Like she doesn't let people walk all over her. She says what she thinks, but she's also very kind, very upsidedy, and. Now that we have this show, I wanted to take a second and talk to her on it because she has a really, not a crazy story, but a very relatable... human story.
0: Anybody who's 93 years old is going to have lessons for people who are 92 and younger.
1: And when she's not around anymore, I think I'm going to treasure this really forever. But the thing that makes her so interesting, so she's been single for most of her life. She was married. She lost her husband. Um, I think right after that she lost a child and then she was a single mom with two other children and got a bunch of degrees. She realized that she needed to make a career and a life for herself and went into nursing, got a ton of degrees. And then, um, like later in life found her calling and she's just amazing. And, um, yeah, anyway, so we started the conversation by asking her how she's remained so young at 93 because she really does. She drives, and she's, she's active, and her brain is really awake. So here she is talking about that.
2: Wherever the Lord calls me, that, that may sound uh, silly to some people, but wherever the Lord calls me, then I go if I can at all. Because mm-hmm. I was called to part-time mission and uh, short-term mission when I was 50.
1: Mm-hmm. So you started traveling I, when you
2: were 50. Well, b- no, I started traveling. I've been to over 100 different countries as a tourist. And uh, I, uh, I know I'm doing what I am supposed to do with my mm-hmm. life. I've done mission uh, up the Yucatan and, and uh, all in Brazil, and I've done mission in Mexico with the, the Indian reservations, and I've done it in Belize, Brazil. Is it all
1: med- is it yeah. medical?
2: All I do uh, medical. I pretend that I am a medical doctor there because I have more education and training than their doctors do. Right. I didn't speak Spanish. Everyone thinks to do this in Spanish-speaking countries that you've got to speak Spanish, but I didn't. And that was when I was 50. So for 20 years, I had an interpreter. And I decided when I was 70 that I wanted to be able to talk with them mm-hmm. and I was going to learn Spanish. So I called the language school in Costa Rica and asked if they had a short-term course. I was, thought I could do a short-term mm-hmm. course for five weeks. And they couldn't, but they uh, did uh, get me a tutor and uh, then a home to uh, stay in that was Spanish and English-speaking home. And so I went and I studied Spanish 10 hours a day, 12 hours a day, and learned. At 50? No, no, at 70. <laughs> yeah.
1: And That's amazing. All,
0: And by myself.
1: So you keep yourself, you keep your mind sharp, too. I keep
0: my mind sharp. Is there anything that you've wanted to learn, but you haven't learned yet? Oh, there's a lot. Really? <laughs> I wish, of course, I
2: did international, some international uh, to stuff, and then my doctoral work was in social and philosophical studies. It was I thought I knew all more than I could teach. Yeah. I think we we need to we're lacking a lot. and I, I think I as an individual, am lacking a lot sometimes in wisdom and uh, all in uh, but I uh, am an avid reader, and I read anything. Uh, if I sat down here and uh, that book that was a, uh, turned around this way, I'd be reading it
1: all so the time. You read?
2: I just read and uh, read things. Uh, that is such a oh, it such a gift to see people who uh, have gone all their life and they couldn't read and to see them read mm-hmm. and all. So uh, I think that. Uh, I um, love crossword puzzles. I'm afraid I'm going to be addicted because (laughs) physically I'm not as active, so I I never.
1: Well, you say physically you're not as active, but you still go. to Central America. You were in
0: Nicaragua two months ago, so (laughs) yeah, you beat a lot of people in physical activity.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) What would you say is one of the best secrets of life, or the best serving
2: others? You do.
1: Do you feel fulfilled? Oh, I
2: feel at this stage of my life, I'll I'll cry. Uh, I (laughs) feel that uh, I have had the opportunity and take advantage of it uh, to do exactly what I was supposed to be doing on earth.
1: Do you feel like your service started the day you started off on your nursing education? Do you feel like, or do you feel like it started... When you started no. doing your work, like your mission work, I
2: I feel like uh, the life that uh, and uh, the feelings that and uh, s- associations, even with people that I have now, started when I was called to mission at age fifty. So
1: it's crazy to think about. So I'm thirty three, and it's crazy to think that maybe I haven't even found my purpose yet. That
2: and and I wouldn't be too concerned about that because. Uh, I was not. Uh, I was. I was not uh, searching for anything. I thought I had plenty, uh, I, but I wasn't really searching because I was ha- fulfilled. And I thought, you know, doing a cruise and going to another country, and uh, I, and like I said, uh, and all. Uh, I thought that was fulfillment enough you know I was I had a good life (laughs) yeah as far as a selfish good life Mm
1: -hmm. but you feel more fulfilled now
2: feel more fulfilled than not and then I would ever have in the old life
1: (laughs) you are someone that has never stopped I mean as long as I've been born and I my every memory I have of you you've never stopped and she told me that it's been driving her nuts because people are treating her like she's old. Uh huh. And you're, <laughs> she- I will
2: ask for help. Right, you'll ask for help it. if you need it. Yeah, but-, but but we we could tell a lot of tales about how they they are beginning to. Just had a clerk the other day. You know, she looked. At, T- do you mind telling me how old you are? <laughs> well, no, I love to. Tell people, you know, so I'll start telling them I'm almost 94 any time now. And I just turned. <laughs> You're proud of it. I just turned 93. You
0: know, I think you could. I th- I would make a run for the presidency. I think, um, uh, you know, Mr. I would vote Mr. For you. Biden, Mr. Sanders, Mr. Trump are all 80-ish. That's not. You that would get right. votes. You, you I would think. get votes.
2: I am not concerned about those who. Uh, uh, could, uh, and will do that. I am concerned about uh, the drain on physical and mental that, that job should take on. Should yeah. take on uh, yeah. and all, if you're concerned uh, about people and about our country, I think it's the physical stamina that I would worry about more than anything else.
1: What do you think brings people together?
2: You know, I'm not sure that uh, I have the wisdom to uh, know. I, I wish that everybody uh, felt like every human being is worthy. I, I uh, volunteer uh, and had been doing more, volunteer in the local jail with the women. And we need to when we uh when we reject anybody and so forth even those that are horrible you can look at people and if you really get to know and study them that they all have some saving grace uh, I have changed I I like I said, I'm on my fourth life mm-hmm. because I was different as mm-hmm. a teenager and dating and you're so evolved. Evolved. But I love people. And now I'm entering into another
0: life. My fourth life. A podcaster. That you're your fourth life a podcaster. Life, now. A podcaster. Now. <laughs> but anyway. When you say uh <laughs> that the like the mission work was a calling, right? Yeah. How do you know? It was a calling. It was a calling because I think there might be somebody listening who feels compelled to do anything, quit a job. Okay, commit first to doing it.
1: Before you have too much time to talk yourself out of it.
2: Don't say, I'm going to pray about it and and then I'm going. No, commit. Right. And then pray
0: about it. So, now, so, think so, of it. So, sign, sign up to do it. Make the decision. Make to do the it, decision. And to wait do for it. somebody to show you that you shouldn't do it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Looking for a sign you shouldn't. Right. Because you're, but because you haven't committed.
0: Because it's easier that, to talk yourself out of the it, go do it sign. That's right.
2: That's
1: right. What advice do you have for me? What life what? advice would you give to me?
2: Well, I guess gain all the wisdom from the past you can, then leave it alone and uh, think about uh, what the now and the tomorrow is and not live in that past always. Because it's right now and tomorrow that has more opportunities for you to uh, make the choices Uh, use your life in a meaningful way and so forth. The past is gone. I mean, that's water over the bridge. And why live there? Mm -hmm. Just don't live there. You can uh, gain what you have gained from it. If you're wise and you're getting a little wiser, then leave it alone.
0: That's good advice. Perfect advice.
1: Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside.
0: What's really cool about the conversation with Effie, with with your Aunt Effie, is that uh, you will have that forever and ever.
1: I am so grateful for that. And when she started crying, I was thinking of that. And I've never seen her cry my whole life. I'm 33 and, and we've spent so much time together. I've never seen her get emotional. So... Um, yeah, I wonder if she's like thinking about the rest of her life, or I don't know what. She's what
0: are you talking about? about the rest of her life? She's gonna live. She's gonna outlive all of us. She's gonna be 186.
1: That's the running she's, joke in our family that like she's gonna bury all of
0: us. Right? She's <laughs> only, she, she's only at the midway point of her whole life. Okay, so we are in the Bahamas, and we're uh, gonna have a show for you tomorrow. Thanks for putting up with us today. The question that we will answer tomorrow is: In every time, Callie and I go to the beach. We, we make this statement on the day of arrival.
1: No, we do not make this statement.
0: I make this statement on the <laughs> day of arrival. <laughs>
1: Jeff goes, hey, um, you know it would be really cool? What if we got up to watch the sunrise? I really would like to go on the beach and watch the sunrise. And I'm like, okay, wake me up and we'll go. Never wakes me up. We never happens. Never make it. It has never happened.
0: But this trip is going to be different. Tomorrow, you will hear... The story of a beautiful beach sunrise, because it will happen. It probably won't, but we'll see you tomorrow.
1: This is Krista. I am a certified Starbucks barista, and I heard you guys talking about the medicine balls. And Callie's right. It is super sweet, and it does have a lot of carbs in it. Um, I love it, too, though. Um, But the reason is is because it's actually steamed lemonade. With the honey, uh, jade citrus mint, and peach tranquility teas, and then optional peppermint syrup, uh, depending upon what the customer likes, which is also sugar. (laughs) So, yeah, there's a bunch of sugar in it. It definitely does help open up your head if you have a cold. Um, Love the show. Keep up the good work. Thanks for what you guys are doing. Bye.
2: Hey, guys. It's Leslie from Dallas, and I'm very excited to see Callie's photo of the ghost because you know, up in Ringgold and Chattanooga, there were a huge amount of Civil War casualties and actually battles that were fought up there. In fact, Sean Mullins has a really good song called Catoosa County about the Civil War battles in Catoosa County, which is where Ringgold is. Hey, Callie and Jeff. I was listening to the show today and talked about peanut butter sandwiches. I just wanted to pass along to any other listeners who aren't aware, but... Grilled peanut butter sandwiches. They are the best. If you've never tried it, you grill it just like you do a grilled cheese in the skillet. Um, but it's just peanut butter, and it melts, and it's just really delicious. So I wanted to pass that along. Thanks.
0: Hey, Callie. Hey, Jeff. Yo, this is TC. Look, I got home today, and my package from Theory was on the porch. So I run in the house, open it up. I was a little excited and there are the three T-shirts. That whole process was so simple, threefittheory.com slash upside, answered a few questions, how tall I was, how much I weigh, and boom, and that was it. And because I used the upside code, I got shipping free for the next six months. Three Fit I am so happy with it. The T-shirts are like super soft, threefittheory.com slash upside, wow.
1: Hey guys, um, it's I'm from Atlanta and you guys were talking about Christmas traditions
2: and I just wanted to share a Christmas tradition that I had started with my daughter who is 10 now but she loves swimming and so for our Christmas tradition on usually on the night of the 23rd sometimes on the 24th we will go to one of the hotels around Atlanta that has an indoor pool And we stay the night And we are basically the only ones there We stay up all night And order room service And we have to watch a Hallmark movie Like it is a must One of the first things I ask Is if they even have the Hallmark channel Before I will commit
0: to the hotel But that is our tradition And um, anyways I love you guys' podcast And I can't wait to listen to more Bye Bye
2: I have to go eat some cat poop. Okay, bye.